Good morning, everyone. Welcome back to the Morning Dumps, a fantasy baseball podcast. Hey, welcome back to the Week 21 Report. Happy Labor Day to you. Nothing gets done without the Warriors in the field. We fired up out there. It's fantasy baseball playoff time, baby. If you're still rocking with me, congrats on making it there. I hope I had something to do with it. Quick highlights from recent action for your water cooler small talk. Aaron Judge whacked his 53rd homer yesterday. 17 higher than the next best, while also leading the league in RBIs with 115, runs with 107, slugging at 674, and OPS at 1075. He's got 15 steals too. Nasty. Despite Otani doing it all, Judge is a massive favorite for the AL MVP at minus 1,000 right now on FanDuel. J-Rod dominating the AL Rookie of the Year conversation with 23 dingers and 23 steals. Maniac, every category player. Might be the most valuable player in the game in Dynasty purposes right now. Strider dominating the NL Rookie of the Year race as he just punched out 16 batters in the last 8 innings start. My goodness, this kid is a monster. I'm going to do some awards at the end of the season, and I think this guy might actually be the pickup of the year. Going to look into that one a little bit closer. But shout out to Zach Gallen, 41.1 straight innings without giving up a run. 1988 Dodger Oral Hershiser holds the record with 59. Again, innings without giving up a run. That's a nice one. And Dylan Cease tossed a complete game one hitter this past weekend. The game right after he tossed an 8-inning 2-hit gem. Cease is just on fire. Sitting on a filthy 2-1-3 ERA and 1.08 whip. He's punching out well over a K per inning with his 31.4 K percentage. Just a machine out there. And he's most certainly taking advantage of this time that Verlander spends on the IL. Giving him a run for his money as the two are now nearly tied in odds to win AL Cy Young. On the topic of pitchers dropping like flies, look at all the names of starters on the shelf as we begin our playoffs. Major contributors like Mac Daddy McClanahan, Gonsolin, Wheeler, Nasty Nestor, Eovaldi, Kopech, Malley, Sevy, Bueller, Sale, Gray, Scooball, Bass, Green, Gore, and more. Which brings us to our next segment. And potentially even more important this week for those of you who just lost out on some of the previously mentioned players. Let's get on to the streams of the week. Monday, September 5th. Jose Suarez of the Angels at home versus Detroit. Around 10% owned. The young Venezuelan is putting together a respectable season for a player owned this low. 10%. Through 79 innings pitched on the year, he's collected a 4-1-0 ERA, 3-8-8 XERA, shows improvement coming, 4-2-4 FIP, and 4-0-4 XFIP, also shows improvement coming. He's got a 1-3-1-6 whip with 8.8 Ks per nine and a solid 25.3 hard contact percentage. Even more impressive, the last six starts, 34 straight innings, he's collected four wins, qualifying for the win in all six, two quality starts. A 2-1-2 ERA, .970 whip, and 32 punch-outs. 
Again, 10%. Detroit's got you with an easy matchup for him to dominate and to help you get ahead early in your fantasy playoffs. Tuesday, Justin Steele of the Cubs at home versus Cincy, around 25% owned. In his second major league season, Steele's taken a big jump. He lowered the ERA from 4.26 to 3.18 at the present, and the lefty's stat line makes me wonder why he isn't really owned at a higher percentage. Across 119 innings, he's backed up the ERA with a 3.3x ERA, 3.21 FIP, and 3.58x FIP. He owns a league 14th best 21.4 hard contact percentage and a league 20th best 52.8 ground ball percentage, all while striking out 9.3 batters per nine. The 9.8 walk percentage and 135 whip, not ideal. But dude's facing off against Cincy. I'm more than comfortable running him as my pitching streamer in a fantasy playoff matchup. He's collected three quality starts in the past four outings too. Wednesday, September 7th, back to the Cubs for Javier Assad at home versus Cincy. Just 1% owned. To be completely transparent, I don't like any of the pitching streamer options on Wednesday. But Assad's an interesting play. For you in the deepest of leagues, as he's owned almost nowhere, the 25-year-old rookie has thrown just 10 innings in the bigs, yet displays another opportunity to pounce on Cincy, especially with Mike Miner pitching on the other side. So far in his 10 innings, he's letting too many men on base, translating to a 1-6 whip, but he's also allowed just one earned run in the 10 innings. He took a big step in minor league ball between double and triple A this year, hurling 108.1 innings with a 2-6-6 ERA, 1-2-3-7 whip, and 9.2 Ks per nine. Solid numbers. I mean, is Cincy that much more than a minor league team? Minor on the mound? Here's day, September 8th. Looking at Adrian Sampson. Back to Chicago for the triple crown, baby. Let's see the Cubs sweep Cincy. Sampson's just 3% owned. Another pitching streamer widely available. Thursday also is a tough one to find streamers. So let's just play the matchup. The 30-year-old born in Redmond, Washington, is performing just well enough in 2022 to trust to get it done this week against a, a, a mediocre Reds lineup. The Cubs lineup can be trusted, on the other hand, to put him in a position to earn a win against Luis Sessa. This year, Sampson's sporting a 3.95 ERA, 4.01 XERA, 3.73 FIP, 4.21 XFIP, 1.33 WHIP, pretty good 6.3 walk percentage, and pretty good 26 hard contact percentage. All quite average, but again, enough to get it done against Cincy. Friday, September 9th, looking at Austin Voth of Baltimore, at home versus Boston, around 15% owned, a little more. Voth is a guy who makes the most sense to me on Friday. Baltimore is one of the hottest teams in the game, and Voth has certainly contributed to that reputation. His season-long numbers are inflated after an awful showing in Washington to kick off the year, but since joining Baltimore, he started 13 out of 17 outings, and the 30-year-old has tossed 63 innings with a 2.71 ERA, 1.175 WHIP, 7.3 Ks per nine, and a 4-2 and record. That's trustworthy. Meanwhile, Voth's opponent, Brayon Bayo, you know I'm a fan, but he's going for just his seventh start in the bigs. The latest was indeed excellent against Texas. Glad I recommended it last week. But the Dominican rookie has gotten himself into a lot of trouble so far. 5.91 ERA, 1.813 WHIP. A lot of concerns over him just having a two-pitch mix. 
but he's been letting a lot of guys on base, and that presents a good opportunity for Baltimore to get ahead early and line Mr. Voth up for a win. Saturday, September 10th, looking at Maximo Castillo of KC, pitching at home versus Detroit, around just 3% owned. Mr. Castillo has pitched well in very limited action this season. Back and forth between starting and relieving with four starts in 11 appearances. He's thrown 30.1 innings with a 2.97 ERA, .99 whip, and a respectable 28-7 K per walk ratio. He sports a league 14th best 54.9 ground ball percentage too. I wouldn't run him unless you find yourself in a desperate winner-go-home situation, nor would I for any of the options on Saturday. He's just the one I like most. So if you got to do it, I mean, the 23-year-old rookie just saw Detroit this past weekend, and he was serviceable. 4.2 innings, just two earned runs, five hits, one walk, and five Ks, and a no decision. He's a solid bet to pick up a W and maybe even a quality start at Detroit on Saturday. Sunday, September 11th. R.I.P. to the Fallen. Looking at Tyler Alexander, back to the Detroit KC game, but this time to the other side. 2% owned. I would prefer to stick with the aforementioned Justin Steele on Sunday, pitching at home versus San Fran. But if he's unavailable, and once again you find yourself in a desperate winner-go-home situation, Alexander's the guy. Clearly, he's not the most desirable. Been a little inconsistent, but he's a starting pitcher, hardly owned, and looks at a winnable game for Detroit. KC, they're a bottom half offense in most major hitting categories. Alexander won't get you the Ks, but he's displayed the ability to go five innings with decent ratios. The 27-year-old pitching streamer owns a 4.76 ERA, 4.21 XERA, 4.84 FIP, 4.81 X FIP, and 1.32 WHIP sporting a league 40th best 5.6 walk percentage. If he can get control over this game, you got a good chance for a W and some decent ratios. MLB roster expansion just went down September 1st from 26 to 28 players, and teams have taken advantage by calling up some of their top prospects. You know what it is. A little fresh meat for some pumper dung. Recent pumps still widely available based on their solid performances. Guys from around 10% to 60%, which would still be unowned in this case. Corbin Carroll, Riley Green, William Contreras, Vaughn Grissom, Jose Miranda, Luis Rangifo, Pujols, Lars Newtbar, Jake McCarthy, Nick Lodolo, Dustin May, and Eddie Cabs. So on to the new guys. First up, Gunnar Henderson, shortstop of Baltimore. This guy, good chance he's gone. He's an easy one to get after. But in Yahoo Leagues, just 55%. In ESPN, only 25%. He got called up mid last week and threw his first 19 at bats. Dude slashing 316, 350, 579 for a 929 OPS. That's six hits two doubles, and a biscuit, as well as one swiped bag. Kid was one of the top prospects, arguably the number one, among the caliber of recent call-ups like J-Rod and Bobby Witt Jr. I mean, absolute must-add. He's got the power. He's got the speed. If he's still there, go get him. He's going to be helping the playoffs. 
Next, Tristan Cassis, first base of Boston, only around 10% owned. Another big-time prospect, number 26 of the MLB's top 100. He just got the call yesterday and went one for four. But in 297 at-bats of AAA ball this year, dude slashed 269, 382, 482 for an 863 OPS with 12 homers. He doesn't get the steals like Gunner, but could absolutely be a good bat for your playoff run. Third, Bubba Thompson, outfielder for Texas. Just around 7% owned. Guy is the number 28 prospect just in the Texas farm. Didn't even crack the top 100. He got called up about a month ago and is now 82 at-bats deep in the bigs. The former University of Alabama speedster has been on a tear the past two weeks. Batting 363, 432, 455 with five steals and a dinger. He's known for his speed much more than his power, but it's fantasy playoff time and the man's hot. You ride that as long as it lasts. And lastly, Hunter Brown, starting pitcher for Houston. Around 20% owned Yahoo, but only 2% ESPN. Number 71 on the top 100. And Houston's number one prospect. Getting the call and making his first star today. I would not necessarily run him unless it's a deep points league and you, you want the points. But this guy put up some nice numbers in AAA ball. Specifically in 2022, he went 106 innings with a 2.55 ERA, 1.085 whip, 11.4 Ks per nine, and a 9-4 record. I got this guy on my dynasty team and I am fired up to see what he can do. Unknown if he sticks around in the rotation, likely based on Verlander's absence time, but supposedly it'll be based on how well he performs. If he does well versus Texas on Monday, I would give him a serious look in his second start next week versus the Angels. That's all for week 21, folks. Catch you all next week. As always, hit me up anytime with your questions, who to stream, who to start, anything at all. Even if you just want to talk about life, I got you. Thank you for tuning in. And remember, can't have your coffee without the morning dump.